welcome back to apartment 234. On this week's episode, I ramble about my relationship with the Lord and how sometimes, honestly, I don't want to spend time with him. But I've learned that in those moments and in those times, that's really when I need to press in. So I hope you'll listen. Hope you enjoy this episode. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. I'm sorry I didn't get a podcast episode out last week. A lot of stuff was happening and I really wanted to record with Michael, but the devil does not want us to record that apparently. He's had some stuff going on. I had some stuff going on. So here we are. It is Tuesday, October 20th of 2020. And I am, per the usual, sitting in my car at work an hour early, honestly, just to, I've been spending a lot of time with the Lord lately and I come to work early and sit in my car and listen to worship music or listen to sermons, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, so, um, I want to be honest with you. I didn't, I don't have a topic necessarily set out for today. I don't have something that I'm like, oh, I need to talk about this or, oh, the Lord wants me to talk about this. But today I'm just going to talk about how this day has gone already. It is 630 in the morning and this day is off to some kind of start. And I, I blame myself for it partially because I usually get up at 4 a.m. and spend an hour with the Lord and then get ready for work and do the things that I need to do. But this morning when I woke up, I just was not feeling it, to be honest with you. I was like, I don't want to spend time with the Lord. I just want to go back to sleep for another hour, hour and a half, and get up and move on with my day. Like, true story. And so I got up and I sat with the Lord for about a half hour And I honestly didn't say anything. I had nothing to say this morning. And I don't know if it was me throwing a mental temper tantrum or what it was. But I ended up going back to bed and slept till about 5.30. And then I felt rushed getting things ready for work and getting ready, you know, my dog taken care of and all that stuff. But here's the thing. What do you do when... When the last thing you want to do is what the Lord wants for you to do. You know, like, what do you do when... (sighs) Spending time with the Lord is not your priority. You know, this morning I felt so bad because I love my time with the Lord. I value my time with the Lord. But today I just wasn't feeling it. And now... Two hours later, I'm feeling the aftermath of not feeling it, if that makes sense. Like, the devil is trying to come for me today. He is trying to attack me in, you know, he has my anxiety pretty high today. He has me, like, feeling on edge today. I don't feel in the best mood. Like, I'm kind of snappy today. And do I blame all of that on not spending time with the Lord today? Not necessarily. No, I blame some of it on me. But on the other hand, it's like, you know what? 
I am the one that understands and knows from the history of my time with the Lord that if I don't prioritize time with him, everything else, it's like I leave doors in my spiritual life open for the devil to come in and play and things like that. Now, sometimes things happen and you're just moody. I get that. Totally understand that. So I can't blame the devil for me being moody. That's just me being moody. But like my anxiety being high and feeling stressed out before 7 a.m. is not just something that I have control over necessarily. So I, I was praying, you know, on the way to work this morning and I was like, Lord, forgive me for not prioritizing time with you this morning and forgive me for making you a second option versus the first option. And just kind of having that conversation with him about how it's my fault that I don't prioritize him. And I think sometimes we are so quick to blame the Lord for stuff like that. Like, Lord, you know, I'm tired. That's why I didn't want to do it. Or I just didn't want to hear what you had to say, Lord. But like, honestly, not only do I love spending time with the Lord, but the Lord loves spending time with me and with you. I mean, if you're a praying person, if you have devotion times and quiet times, you understand that your relationship with the Lord is absolutely a relationship. And he loves to spend time with you. The Lord loves to spend time with us. And it's very interesting to me how one little thing can distract me from my time with the Lord, whether it's sleep, whether it's a text message that I didn't respond to last night, whether it's a social media post or what have you, like, it's so interesting to me how quickly our mind gets distracted especially when it comes to the Lord, especially when it comes to our quiet times, to our devotion times, to our times of, you know, meditating and praying and thinking of the things that the Lord has for us and resting in his promises. And this morning, that was just very much so where my mind was at. It was like, I would rather do anything but talk to the Lord at 4 a.m. today. That was just kind of honestly where I was at. And on the way to work, driving into work today, I thought about how David talks in the Psalms about, you know, my soul will sing, my soul will stand up. And I think sometimes we forget that we are the ones in control of our time. We're in control of our time and we're in control of where our time goes. And I think for most of us, if we were being honest, we would say that a lot of our time goes to social media or goes to other people and, or some other thing we could, if we sat down and we're honest with ourselves, we could probably figure out where our free time goes. And I got to thinking today about how in this today, especially I literally had to say to my soul, my soul will praise you, Lord. And I even said, because that's one thing that's crazy is we can be completely honest with the Lord because nothing is hidden from him. We don't have to hide anything from him. If that makes sense. He already knows what we're doing. He knows our attitudes. He knows our thoughts. He knows those things. And so today I was just completely honest with him. And I was like, you know what, Lord, 
I would rather be doing anything else besides praising you. I would rather do anything else today than pray to you. And then I was like, you know what though? I am so self-aware in the aspect of knowing that my relationship with the Lord, if not maintained and attended to, the rest of my day is off. And so then I said to myself, I was like, no, my soul will praise you. Even when I don't want to, my soul will sing to you. My soul will thank you and be, be thankful. And, you know, just different types of things like that and commanding your soul to keep its self in check, essentially. And I think that's just crazy. It's crazy that speaking those things out loud causes your soul to stand inside of you. And it's almost like you have to tell your soul to not be lazy. You have to tell your soul like, no, God is still worthy of praise and worthy of thanks and worthy of being told who he is because of who he is. And yesterday the Lord was really working in me about worship. And I usually have worship music playing all the time. I sometimes I listen to secular music, but it's not a conviction of mine necessarily. Like don't listen to secular music. That's not a conviction of mine because sometimes I just want to bust out country music or some rap music, whatever it may be. Depends on the mood, eighties hits, you name it. But for the most part, I have worship music playing because I just love it. I just love worship music. And yesterday the Lord was telling me like, Hey, Annika, you know, I love your worship. I love when you worship, but why do you worship me? And, you know, I really stepped back and thought about that. And it's like, Lord, because I love you. I worship because I love you. And he asked me, he's like, Annika, but do you worship me because of who I am? Not just because of the fact that you love me. And whoa, first of all, I thought it was like this all-encompassing, Lord, I'm worshiping you because I love you and because of who you are. And that's not the case. Like sometimes we just need to stop doing the rituals of Christianity. We have to stop that. I mean, the Pharisees knew the word of God. They knew it. They were like biblical scholars of the time. And the Lord still called them whitewashed tombs because there was no relationship with him. There was head knowledge, but no heart knowledge. There was head knowledge, but no heart awareness. And that's kind of like what I felt yesterday when the Lord said that to me. I was like, oh, dang, Lord, you don't only want me to worship you because I love you. You want me to remember that you're God and you're holy and there's nothing There's no fault to be found in you. And that really challenged me. And this morning when I was driving to work, listening to worship music, there was a different attitude. It was almost like there was a different stance in my soul because it's like, you know what? No, not only do I not want to do this, but I'm going to do this because of who he is, not because of ritual and routine and everyday ordinary mumbo jumbo. No, I will stand and I will make my soul sing and worship the Lord because of who he is. I don't know. Maybe that challenges you. 
maybe it doesn't, but it just kind of opened my eyes to a new perspective of, dang, not only does God want to spend time with us, but he deserves to be reminded of who he is. Dang, that's, I mean, case closed. That's all for that. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I know I'm rambling, but these are just life lessons that I'm learning lately. And there's a lot of times, to be honest with you, where I don't, I don't want to talk to the Lord. And sometimes I don't want to talk to the Lord because I feel like he's going to punish me. And sometimes I don't want to talk to the Lord because I'm just annoyed with him and frustrated with him. And that was another thing he said to me yesterday. He's like, Annika, it's okay to be frustrated with me. Annika, it's okay to be angry with me. Just don't sit there. Don't sit in your frustration. Don't sit in your anger. Those are real human emotions that he even experienced while he was here on earth. You know, and like, I think that's one of the reasons why I love him even more is because he gets it. Like the Lord understands. He gets it. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful for a God that gets it. And that not only gets it, but is willing to call us out on it and tell us it's okay. Because I was always taught, you can't get angry with the Lord. That's sacrilegious and that's not Christian and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Like, fooey. Fooey to all that stuff that I was taught that wasn't in right... I don't even know the word, but like... I feel like I was taught a lot of things about the religious spirit of relationship with the Lord. You know, you do this and then you're good. You, you pray and you're good. Like, you know, in the Catholic church, if you go to confessional and you tell the priest what you've done and he tells you to do 12 Hail Marys, then your sin is supposed to be forgiven. And I didn't grow up Catholic by any means. I definitely grew up Pentecostal, very Pentecostal. And I was still taught that there were rules and regulations of one, approaching the throne of God and two, having a relationship with the Lord. And as an adult, I found myself challenging all of those things, challenging all of them. And honestly, not just challenging them, but calling them into question like, who said that I couldn't approach the throne of the Lord boldly and confidently? I mean, that's biblical. The Bible says that we can boldly approach the throne with confidence. But I was taught that, like, you need to come to the Lord with a meek spirit. And you need to come humbly before the throne. And do I think that humility is required? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think that what I was taught was, Annika, you need to be scared of the Lord. You know, he's this God with an iron scepter and lightning in his fist. And, you know, he's going to strike you dead if you come before him with confidence. And as an adult, I've challenged that. As an adult with a relationship with the Lord, I've seen that that's not the case. The case is, is that, yes, he is God. He is the same God that made the moon and the sun and the stars. 
and the same God that made me. And yes, he does deserve respect and he does deserve praise and he does deserve glory because of who he is. But that same God that formed me out of dust and formed me in my mother's womb and created me basically from nothing desires for me to approach the throne. He desires to hear from me. And anytime I need to talk to him, the gold scepter is, I mean, like, I can freely approach the throne. And I have a cousin that I love so very much. And he, uh, he told me one time, he's like, you know, that's how I see God. I see God as this guy up in heaven that anytime I do something wrong, all he wants to do is punish me for it. And (laughs) it's very interesting to see how the correlation between our earthly fathers and our heavenly fathers are. Because my earthly father was never around. And, uh, not only was he never around, but when he was around, it was never a good interaction. It was never a healthy interaction. It was always off balance. And it was always, it just wasn't healthy, you know? And I had to learn that the Lord's not like that. And not only is the Lord not like that, but he's always around and everything that comes from him is good and it's a blessing. And when my cousin told me that, like it broke my heart because the God he sees is not the God that I know. And it broke my heart because I want so much more for him. And I don't know where he is in his walk right now with the Lord. Like, I genuinely don't know. But, like, it breaks my heart when we give the devil a foothold. And it breaks my heart that this morning that I didn't want to spend time with the Lord. The Lord has been, has never been anything but sweet and good and gracious to me. Never. He's always been kind and just and gracious. And like, it really broke my heart. Well, it's breaking my heart now because I think about how how he wants to spend time with me and it blows my mind like My friends don't even want to spend time with me half the time. Not even that, but I don't want to spend time with me half the time. I'm very much so an introvert by nature. I'm an extrovert by job profession. And this morning I was quickly reminded of how human I am and how selfish I am and how how much the Lord has done in me, but still how much more he has to do. I'm so thankful. 
I'm so thankful that our relationship with the Lord is a discipline. And I don't work out, I mean, at all. I don't work out. I don't know who Jim is. I don't know what a Jim is. I don't do it. It's just not my thing. Should it be? Probably. That's not the point. But people that go to the gym are usually very disciplined. And I think that people that go to the gym, if they miss a day, they probably feel the same way that I feel to right now. Kind of just down on themselves and frustrated and, you know, that type of thing. But what's so nice is that I still have this day to spend with the Lord, even though I'm going to work. Even though I'm sitting in my car recording this podcast and thinking about things and going on about my life, like, I still have time to spend with the Lord and I still need to prioritize that. And I still need to make sure that that is a discipline. Spending time with the Lord, reading your Bible, doing devotions, those are disciplines. And for me, if that discipline is not maintained, if that discipline is not priority, then everything else falls to crap. Everything else falls completely to crap. So I know that this podcast has been me rambling, but if I could have you or request that you take anything from this, it's these things. It's one, prioritize time with the Lord. I don't know who you are listening to this. I don't know where you are listening to this. I don't know what your schedule is like, but prioritize time with the Lord because when you prioritize time with the Lord, I promise you that you will see the overflow of that relationship and that devotion time in other aspects of your life. You're going to be more peaceful. You'll be more patient. You'll be more kind and more gentle because the more you spend with, the more time you spend with people, the more you become like them. And if you spend your free time with the Lord, you're going to become like him. I promise you life-changing experience. So that's one thing. Prioritize your time with the Lord. Another thing that I want you to take away from this podcast today is give yourself grace. You're going to mess up. You're going to mess up. We all mess up. We all fail. We're all tired. We all have something else that we need to be doing. But give yourself grace. Like this morning, yes, I didn't prioritize my time with the Lord. But my day's not over. Thank you, Jesus. Like there's still time. So prioritize your time with the Lord, give yourself grace. And I think another thing that I really hope you take away from this is that those of you that grew up in church and those of you that grew up in a religion or religious background, I challenge you to question the things that you were taught. Question them in a safe space, question them with friends that believe in the Lord and you know, other believers, because sometimes I think that we were just taught things based on history versus relationship. And I think that there is, there's so much grace for us when we seek out the Lord. When we seek out questions and we ask him and we test them against his word and we test them against his character and we test them against, you know, everything that he is 
the Lord is going to show us the truth. He can't lie to us. He won't lie to us. It's not in his character. And I just really believe that right now the Lord is calling his children to find out who he is. You know, the Bible talks about how it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and it's the glory of kings to search it out. And I think sometimes our relationship with the Lord is like a game of hide and seek. The Lord is hiding and it's our job to find him. It's our job to learn him and to know him and to be a student of his. You know, I'm going through this wife academy right now and one of the things that the pastor that's leading this says is he came, he studied his wife. He studies his wife because he wants to know everything about her because he wants to know how to love her the best and to love her the purest way he knows how. And I love that. I love that concept of studying the people that you love. And I love the Lord and I want to study him and his character and I want to study his word so that's a challenge to you is to to challenge the things that you were taught if you were born brought up in a religious household test and see what's true ask the lord ask questions the lord loves to answer her questions and he never gets tired of them if he got tired of them i'd be done a long time ago oh my goodness i would be so done but i just wanted to get this podcast out and you know, I hope you guys understand my heart. My heart is not to be somebody that comes on here and it's like, oh, I love the Lord. My relationship with the Lord is so perfect because it's not. Clearly, I'm telling you today, it is not perfect, but I am consistent and I'm trying to be more consistent as far as putting this podcast out. And I promise you, I really want to get Michael on here and I mean, he had a tire blowout. He almost hit a deer a different day, like days that we were supposed to record. And I really am praying. And I, if you guys are listening to this and you're praying people, pray that Michael and I can record because his testimony is so powerful and I just want you guys to hear it. So I will try to work on that and try to get him on this podcast so you guys don't have to just keep listening to me ramble. But thank you so much for listening. And I just pray that your day today is amazing. I pray that the Lord blesses you exceedingly and abundantly today. I will pray that your day goes quickly. I know it's Tuesday and we're all kind of like, well, we made it through Monday. Let's do it, you know, day two. But thanks again for listening and know that I am praying for you. If you like this podcast, go ahead and share it with your friends and I will be back next week. Have a great day, guys. Thanks again for joining me on this week's episode of Apartment 234. My prayer for you this week is that you're encouraged to spend time with the Lord and to prioritize your relationship with Him. I hope to see you here again next week as we talk about another random topic that's relevant to both of our lives. Have a great week.